as one sports team becomes under fire and a name change is very, very eminent, another one uh, I'd like to focus on, the New York Yankees today. We'll get to the Washington Redskins um, disaster. disaster. I mean, this is what it... I don't think there's any other way to put it. I, I think this is just a submission to... And yes, FedEx pays for the field, so they want to say, minority owners, we're going to back out on Dan Snyder. Then again, who wouldn't? Dan Snyder's not the owner that George Steinbrenner was. Let me say that again. Dan Snyder is not the great owner that George Steinbrenner was. I mean... George Steinbrenner brought this city championship after championship. Seven. Seven of them. Okay. That's amazing. In and of itself. But, furthermore, um, today is actually the 10th anniversary of his passing, which is absolutely mind-blowing how quickly time has faded away. Ten years ago today, we just had lost Bob Shepard. I had um, just been really walking around the campus of Queens College as a dormer at that point. I get calls and texts, you know, George Steinbrenner has passed, and... I didn't know what to say, so I ended up on WQMC Radio that night talking with Jim Bomback, who covered my story and my connection with George Steinbrenner. And ten years later, I hope he's... I, I know he's looking down at Ray, at myself, at all of his reclamation proje- projects. And, um... We miss him. We miss him for sure. But it's because of his welcomeness and his letting me sit at the round table that my love of baseball even grew from that. And I think I'm going to replay one of my interviews with Jim Bomback later in the day. I might, um, because I literally interviewed him um, nearly year after year about the life of, of George Simon or what he had, what his memories were. And I always thank him for covering that connection I had with Mr. S. And then, so, I think of his passing 10 years ago today. I think of the fact that the Yanks are, are on the way. But then I think of another guy, another winner, this time in the NFL. I think of Joe Gibbs. I think of what Joe Gibbs did for that city of Washington. You know, he then went on to racing as well. But what he did for the city of Washington that was hungry for a win, a Super Bowl win, that is. I think of him today because his franchise, the Washington Redskins 
he was the coach from 1981 to 1980 uh, to 1992. Then again, he had that rough, I mean, a rough run between 2004 and 2007. That was brutal. And yet, he was a winner for a Redskins team that I think had um, Higgins, or Riggins, I think his name is John Riggins, uh, winning three Super Bowl titles. One with Theismann, a guy named Doug Williams, and then Margaret. I mean, this is history that is coming down today in Washington, D.C. This is something I don't think about. It's something a lot of people saw coming, okay? It's not like... We can't say, oh, this hasn't been coming. This was back in 2014. Really starting to be up for debate. Now, the Redskins are gone. And if we're going to wake up at dawn, as this podcast is titled, am I really going to fight a name change? Heck no. I think we got a lot more to do. And I also want to say, the fight for America... Um also should be fought with truth and the truth of the matter is if we do want to be you know friendly to the Native Americans if we do want to make them still feel welcome in this country we have to admit that that line of well Native Americans didn't mind this and a Native Americans started this uh, you know idea of naming them the Redskins and, and whatnot. Well, I should say the owner of the Redskins, when he moved them from Boston, actually, they were the first of the Boston Braves. And then the Redskins, as I had messaged my friend Zach Miller, the Redskins were called, and it was the logo of the Redskins, proposed by Walter Wetzel, a former Blackfeet tribal chairman and past president of the National Congress of American Indians. If you don't know the Redskins' current logo, it has an Indian with the beads and the colorful, uh, almost like a feather in the hair type of thing. It is a nice logo. So this, this past president of the National Congress of American Indians in 1972, wanted its likeness to be on the uh, of the buffalo nickel. The tribe itself expressed a range of opinions from support to indifference to strong opposition. So the idea that Native Americans were completely okay with this is a false narrative. And when I say wake up at dawn, we wake up at dawn to fight for America, I also say we have to have truth in it. And while I think the renaming is kind of going too far, is a big form of submission, 
I also would like the truth to be out there that not all Native Americans were on board with this whole logo, the whole name. I'm just wondering what's next. I'm just wondering if the Braves of Atlanta are going to start to fall. If the Chiefs, the Chiefs that just won the Super Bowl, by the way, are going to be eradicated. How far do we submit here? Chicago Blackhawks, is that going to be offensive to many now? I mean, it, it just opens a door. And is it a door we want to keep open or a door that we say, well, let's let this be a team decision. This is this is also the beauty of America, right? We're fighting for people's rights. We're fighting for states' rights. We're fighting. Yes, we're fighting against cancer culture. But we're also fighting for not having federal mandates on our heads here in America. And so at least to an extent this is um this is an owner deciding. Now, you could argue this morning you could argue, well, shouldn't this be up to the consumer? And I think it will be. I think we're gonna see a lot of people, as Ed Delgado and I talked about, uh really push back on this by not showing up next year. Look, the Redskins franchise was already failing, right? I mean, the week one barely could get the crowd a stadium full. They get this Reese Hoskins in there who seemingly would rather take a selfie than snap the final ball, final play of a win, by the way. Uh, this is crazy to me. Uh, even talk about it, but this is what happened. You've got a franchise that's owned by Dan Snyder who's not liked. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. He's trying to keep his investors. This is what it really is about. See, if he really thought about his fans, he would probably pull his fans. But no, he's so concerned because you've got... You've got multiple... I mean, multiple investors, minority owners, saying... Hey, if you don't sign this, we're backing out. And you could say this is a reaction to George Floyd, but this is something bigger. This is an overall cancer, a cancel culture move. And there's no way else to put it. And so this is, this is, and, and I have to say, this is almost like New York City. Look, what Amy Cooper did, this Central Park Karen, threatening to call on the African-American who was filming her. We don't know the whole story. But the same day, you've got reports of 42 shot. Guys, 42 people shot. Cy Vance, who was asked repeatedly, can you help us here in the South District Command? Can you help us here? We're shootings going on. The next day he comes out with an indictment against Amy Cooper. You know, 
a lot of people say Trump distracts us with things and the mask wearing on Saturday at Walter Reed. At least he did it. I think it was smart of him to do it. Look, the guy's not dumb. He's 74 years old. He's going to wear his mask when he needs to. Best believe it. Like any 74-year-old would. Best believe that. But they say he distracts this. He distracts that. And and yet I think these cancel culture moves are awfully distracting. Awfully taking away from bigger pictures that need to be looked at. How can these names right now be the big focus of America? How come it can't be these terrible shootings, 15 shootings in 15 hours here in New York? In Washington, D.C., there's so much gridlock there still. People literally look at Washington and they I, I think they I say they'll probably laugh at it. At how dysfunctional it is. Frustratingly laugh. There was this huge documentary of how pristine the White House and the Capitol and the Redskins are. I, I gotta let you listen to that for a minute because it was just, um this is amazing. I mean, this is how much reverence for Washington uh, filmmakers had. You, you got this is the first few minutes of this. Hang, hang on one second. You got to listen to this because. You, they, they state clearly here how much Washington had a stake in this city. Washington, D.C. symbolizes our nation's many liberties, including the freedom to vote. But in a city divided by politics, there is only one campaign slogan that has had unanimous appeal for half a century. Hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. You're listening to history. On the warpath. Fight for old D.C. And so, <laughs> 50 years at that point, they say in that little bit there, the Redskins have had reverence in Washington. And now because of the rioting, because of the scare tactics, that's what I'm going to say. Because you do hear some say burn it all down and build it back up again. This is what is coming to an end. It's just, it feels we've got so many other issues. 
that need to be worked out right now. What about the fact? You know, you want to cancel this name, but what about the fact that Native American women are going missing in Arizona? This is a real thing. You want to tear down a name, a franchise, and yet we kind of ignore what's going on in actual Native American communities? This is devastating. I don't know if you've heard about this. Because although when President Trump went to there in um in Arizona, he was met by met with a few of the leaders of these tribes who are asking for help after dozens of Native American women and girls have disappeared. Where's the outrage on that? Don't believe me? Listen to this story. Uh, This was as of February 2020. Uh, just a few months ago, and it still continues. All you need is a blank today. Stupid ads. We'll, we'll play this in a second. But you want to make a name change? You got to do something different. You want to prop your cameras up and be there when Dan Snyder announces this quote-unquote historic thing? Where are the cameras? Exactly, where are the cameras? When, and this is from CNN, yes, when these stories get reported. Take a listen. ...found the exact spot where her daughter's body was discovered on this Cheyenne reservation. (laughs) And I remember seeing that in the picture. (laughs) All the sorrow and questions flood her mind. Why did her daughter walk away from a remote house party in the dead of winter wearing no jacket? Why did it take so long to find her body, which was discovered just a couple hundred meters from that same home? You do not believe this was sheer accident? No, I don't. When she reported her daughter missing, there was no Amber Alert and no immediate official search. In the end, It was community members, not reservation police or FBI, who found Henny Scott weeks later. The medical examiner determined she had died of exposure, aided by alcohol found in her body. She was only 14 because she was that young and they didn't make it a priority. Eight months later, another teenager from the same reservation disappeared. 18-year-old Kaysera Stops Pretty Places went missing in August 2019. Her family says the Bighorn County Sheriff's Office made things worse, not better. How hard was it to get them to act? They really didn't act on it. They said she's probably just out with um, her friends or... Kaysera had gone missing more than a half dozen times before, 
trying to cope with a broken family and a difficult life on the reservation. As her grandmother and legal guardian, Yolanda Frazier, once answers. What disturbs you about the investigation into Kaysera's case? The um, really lack of investigation. The sheriff's office did not return multiple emails and calls for comment. Unbeknownst to the family, her body was found just days later. Still, six months on. Well, so you get the point. There are issues here. And I don't know. I, I have to say this. And I would say this if Obama was doing this too. But this is as of May 5th, 2020. To help Native American communities in need, federal government delivered 250 AVID testing systems as of May 5th to IHS, and um, they've been distributed to IHS and tribal health care facilities throughout these communities. So they're dealing with COVID. President signed into CARES Act, which provides $8 billion to address preparedness, response, and recovery for American Indians and Alaska Natives. It's all right here. Someone is doing something to protect their this community. And it may not be the person the media wants you to know about. And then he signed the grave issue of, uh, recognized the grave issue of missing and murdered Americans, signed the first ever executive order establishing a task force on missing and murdered American Indians and Alaska Natives whose work is underway. So you want to take down a name? That's whatever. But it's, it's, it's not whatever because it's fake. Did Dan Snyder do this? No. Did anybody in Washington do this? No. Has anybody signed an executive order to protect the American Indians and Alaska Natives? Actually, no. This president has. And that's not defending, that's not... That, that's just being truthful here. You want to tear down a name and say this is part of what we need to do? Or are we going to be really truthful in saying, here's someone who did something direct from the White House? And so I find it highly ironic that they're going to tear down a song that literally says, fight for old D.C., and I think, unfortunately, in some minds, <laughs> in some minds, when they hear that line,
want the old DC to not have President Trump in it. That's like saying the actual Native Americans that you are fighting for by trying to remove this song would not be protected. You know why? Because the first presidential order would not have been done in the old D.C. And so, are we really going to care about a name today? Are we going to care about action? About helping? About fighting for the Native Americans? And fighting for Washington, D.C., our very capital? Like the song commits to. But, I play this say because you may never hear it again in America and at FedEx Field. We want a lot more. Swamp, let the point 